monster, a creature with such horrific features, a lady, a bride, and scary movie fan, some nerds and their website present this woman and her man. to the Bride of the Creature podcast with me, the creature, Joey G, and with me, as always, the cutest podcaster in town, the Bride, Nicole. Hello. How are you, love? Good, how are you? I'm good. Good. Yeah, yeah. What was that little, did you have like a little bit of a stroke there? No. Is it all strokey? That's rude. Yes, but it's entertaining. We are America's favorite podcast. We are. No, but I just thought it would be a good tagline we should just make that our tagline and see if that happens right that'd be awesome it's like we're america's favorite podcast <laughs> and then like mark maron's like fuck you clowns i don't know who that is it's because you don't listen to podcasts he's pretty big in They're podcasting boring we'll be on the nerdist which is another podcast that's quite popular is it boring no it's good you're boring most podcasts are boring well, it's nice to hear such a ringing endorsement for the, our medium of choice from the co-host of America's Favorite Podcast, but... I don't even listen to ours. That's another <laughs> ringing endorsement. Did you even watch the movie? Yes, we watched it together, silly. Had... I thought maybe you had your eyes closed because it was too scary. It was not too scary. Well, we'll see, uh, because this week we watched a little picture by the name of Frankenstein. From 1931, James Whale's Frankenstein. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Yeah, it, it is alive. So let's have a listen to the trailer for Frankenstein. When this dead hand moves, the monster created by a man they called Mad is turned loose to strike terror into the hearts of men. <laughs> to shock women into uncontrolled hysteria. Elizabeth! <laughs> to prey upon the innocence of children. This is the story you've heard about, talked about. The spine-tingling, blood-chilling story that stuns your emotions. Frankenstein. Don't touch that! you said that this was your second time seeing the movie second or third or something like that yeah when did you buy it How long uh, ago? i bought the, it was the 75th anniversary edition that i bought uh so it was came out in 1931 quick so math i know math. shut up you're, you're making me nervous math i think i bought it in 2000 and math 
<laughs> you fucked me up. God damn it. Uh, 2006? You suck at math. Why do you have to be like that? <laughs> Why do you have to treat me this way? Because funny. Oh, I see. In that case, I'll keep being funny. No, I can't be right. Nope. Anyway, yeah, I bought it. Uh, nope. You just aren't failing all over the place. Years since it came. Oh my god. <laughs> Shut up. A long time ago. You bought uh, it a long time ago. Before you were born. I just got home from work. After you were born? 2000 and f 2006. Bought it in 2006. Oh god, you figured that out. I know. Shut up. Oh my god. I'm gonna edit this to make me look super smart. No, you should 2006, I bought this, and I probably watched it right when I bought it, and I probably watched it again. I don't know, 2008 or so before we before we even got married. This was my first time seeing it. Yeah. Have you read the book? No, but I did see the clip where he says it's alive in the Scream movie. <laughs> does Remember? that count? Yeah, it does. Randy was in the the video store, and they're playing it. He says, mm -hmm. it's alive, it's alive, it's alive. Well, he doesn't Why did sing. he sing it? Like, it would be better if he sang it. If Frankenstein was a musical, would you like it? No. Well, then why would it be better if he sang? What you just made yourself look stupid. You just took like 15 minutes to do a simple math problem. You didn't know the answer, did you? Yes, I did. What I was it? Oh, you did not. You asked me that just to put me on the spot. <laughs> you suck. I'm actually much better at math than that made me sound. Anyway, yeah, I've seen it. What was your, What's your point? What do you think this time? <laughs> that was all that. Just asked <laughs> if I liked the movie. Do you want me to say what it's about first? I think everybody knows. Oh, well, sure. Let's just break with the format of our show after successfully completing so many episodes. He makes Frankenstein. No, he doesn't. He's Frankenstein. Who? <laughs> the doctor. Professor Frankenstein the builds the a monster. The good doctor. Right. Frankenstein. And he makes a Frankenstein monster. It's just called the monster. It's called Frankenstein. It's not monster. Frankenstein's monster, Mo like with an apostrophe s, indicating it belonging to. That's what Frankenstein. I said. That's not what you said. It's basically what You're I a said. dirty, stinking liar. Basically you what I said. Goddamn dirty ape. Anyway, so I'm assuming you liked it when you first saw it back in. Yeah, yeah. That in was, 2006, Dick. I was, I was trying to figure out if we were in high school then, but no, that was after high school. We graduated in 2004, dear. I know, Joey. Oh, you do, do you? So. Did you like it then? Yeah. And did, how did you feel about it now? I oh, still so, like it. <laughs> the same? Nothing changed? Uh, You've yeah. not changed in that many I think, years? Holy fuck. Am I allowed to like a movie more than once in my life? I've liked <laughs> The Princess Bride back then too and I still like it. Is that okay with you? <laughs> yes, I still like it. Uh, in Good, fact, if okay. anything, I still like the movie about as much, but I probably appreciate the movie more now just because I know more of its history and know what it is. So many of the different things that it probably inspired, and and a bit more of its historical concept context rather. And I've read the book, and you read the book? Yes, I've read the book. How many pages is it? Uh, it's not that long. It's math, like a, you can't do the math. I read. I listened to the audiobook, Okay, is that okay with you? It was an eight-hour audiobook. That's God, you're just busting my balls today. I'm sorry. It's not long. It seems. What are you talking about? It's not boring. Do you have any? Yet? Eight hours is nothing. You are just. Go watch L.A. Inc. and get out of my face. <laughs> You're just busting my chops. Because the movie is like 70 minutes, so I yeah. figure... Yeah, the I'd movie I'd rather changed... just watch a movie You're that's 70 minutes than read a, a whole book. You're such a fucking idiot. <laughs> all of the things... First of all, almost all of the subtle nuance and interesting uh, wit of the book is not in the movie at all. Like, 
Oh, the really? movie is very different from the book. I'm just joking. I love books. For example, the creature in the book can speak, and in fact speaks oh. very eloquently. Is Does he have an abnormal brain? No, that's something also that was added for the movie, which is the only part of the movie that I actually think stinks. Really? Because the whole point of the book is not that... He's a monster. It's got nothing to do with eugenics. It's all about how you're being raised. Like, So it was not that Frankenstein behaved as a monster because he was treated as a monster. Not that he was acting like a monster... Because they put a bad person's brain in. That whole point of the movie kind of completely undoes the whole point of the story. So that in the movie really annoys the fuck out of me when I see it. I'm like, that's so stupid that it's an abnormal criminal's brain. Because all that says is that the monster was doomed to go bad because it had a criminal's brain. Not because fucking Fritz was whipping him and shit and everyone treated him like a monster and screamed because he was so hideous. Yeah. Yeah, that was really dumb. Well, the book sounds way better, actually. The book is way better. It's way See, better. See, I enjoyed the abnormal brain part, but just because I love um, young Frankenstein. Yeah, with Abby Normal. And he has brain called Abby Normal. Yeah. <laughs> young Frankenstein is probably my favorite thing about this movie. Like like I said, the movie is probably more interesting historically than it is really interesting to watch. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a cool movie and it's very cool to see like James Whale's stuff from 1931. He has some really great visuals in there, but there's a lot of stuff that gets changed and doesn't really make a lot. There's also a lot of continuity stuff that doesn't make a ton of sense. Like there's lines about uh, how they they talk about the mill a lot when actually Frankenstein doesn't get bur- born. The monster isn't born in the mill. He's actually created in the top of that tower, and he goes to the mill at the end of the movie for that big climactic scene. Oh, yeah. Which makes, if you read the shooting script of the film, he was supposed to be created there as well, which is why it makes more, like, thematic sense for him to go back to the place of his birth so at the end of the film. That? Probably because they had this other set that they were going to use. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably why, because they already had a set built, and they're like, well, let's just use this. Yeah, I found the movie parts were good, and I, I like, feel, almost feel bad saying it was boring and not that interesting to watch as a movie. Visually, I think it's interesting to watch, though. Like, there's some really great visuals in this movie. No, but I mean, like, a lot of it is is them talking. Uh, and I didn't find me. those conversations that interesting. They, they, it tended to repeat itself. Some of them did, yeah. So, the book does sound a lot better. I'm actually even more interested in the book now. <laughs> you should read the book. It's very good. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you yeah, know, I, I like a lot of this movie, and... Um, it's weird that <clears throat> James Whale would use things like the abnormal brain because so many other things about this movie he seems to really get. Like, he does a lot of stuff with the monster being mistreated, so to throw that part in the beginning, just, I don't understand why he did it. It doesn't make any sense. And the monster, like, trying to play with the little girl oh, and being kind of confused and hurting make, her in the end. But That makes sense. Yeah, no, t- oh, I totally am agreeing with you. Like you. That. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm that part was really good. You. Now, this is sort of an apocryphal tale, so who knows if it's actually true, but like a lot of scholars over the years have thought that one of the reasons James Whale took on this project and did such a good job at making Frankenstein such an outsider, because even in the script it calls for the monster to be much more monstrous and less sympathetic than he is, is because James Whale was gay and was one of the, in retrospect, one of the few uh, Hollywood filmmakers in a position of prominence at that time in filmmaking. So for him to do this story about like the uh, the outsider and his mistreatment uh, affecting his behavior is sort of interesting. Now, there's no actual precedent to suggest that that's what he was going for at all in this movie. It's just something that scholars have kind of tacked on in the years since. But I I, it even if it's not true, it's interesting. Situation. It, it could work for that, and it might even help people who are a bit outsiderish feel comforted in some way. 
except that they get the monster gets killed by a bunch of people who don't understand. There's nothing comforting about that if you're the outsider. It's just like people who in the outside world won't understand you and will kill you with fire. No, I mean the story <laughs> of him making the movie for that reason. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I see. comforting to people. More, not even for that reason, just like that's one of the reasons why he had an insight into that kind of a character. Yeah. But again, I, I, I kind of doubt that James Will was actually thinking that. Oh. To be perfectly honest, because of a lot of the inconsistencies in the movie, but I think it's more just like an interesting thing that, on some levels, provides some subtext as to why he would have done well with that material. Yeah. But either way, I just thought it was an interesting little little tidbit. You can also see a lot of the uh, leftovers in this movie that this predict particular version of the film is based largely on more than the, than on the novel on the a stage production of the of the Frankenstein from oh, really? the, yeah I forget exactly what year it had started but um it was the, the shooting script is based closer on the uh the, the play uh, John Balderston's play um and this is also actually not the first Frankenstein film. There was a, a silent Frankenstein film in the 1920s. Yeah, you're telling me yeah. about that that was only like 30 minutes uh, I long? don't remember if I told you that. I think you I don't said that last podcast. True. Really? I don't know if that's true because I've never heard that. And if I said it, I don't know why I said it. Uh, it could be true. I've never seen it, so I don't know anything about it other than that it exists. Yeah, this movie is so iconic. It's and, well, because of Boris Karloff's portrayal of the monster. Yeah, and, and so much is taken from it. So I, I, I do feel like it's blasphemous to say that I didn't really enjoy it that much. No, I mean, I think, like I said, even, like, it's it's probably more interesting than it is, like, super, super entertaining as a yeah. film. The parts of it that work, work really well, and there's a reason it's so memorable, because Boris Karloff is unbelievably awesome in this movie as the monster. Like, yeah. all of his acting, his body movements, and his makeup is, are incredible. So it's not that weird. And also, I think one of the other reasons it's so beloved is that the sequel, Bride of Frankenstein, is way better. Like, it's way better. It's a way more interesting movie, and uh, the creature can talk in it. So it's Interesting how, like, it has more to say? Or? Yeah, because it's way... A lot of this movie is just a bunch of set pieces of, mo- of him, the monster being chased. You know, being because misunderstood. It's, yeah, and there's way more of that misunderstanding in the second one, and a little bit less of the eugenics argument about the the brain actually being abnormal, causing you to be evil. So, mm-hmm. One thing that I actually thought was really interesting that I learned about this was that... Um, there's the scene that was censored upon its original release and cut down, which actually ironically makes the scene even more disturbing because it doesn't show you what happens. The scene where he's playing with a little girl and he throws her into the water. Yeah. We see him throw her into the water, right? Right. And so we know that she's drowned. They cut her. The censors wouldn't let them show her being thrown into the water. So we just see but Frankenstein. Even show her just wait. They let Frank. They just have Frankenstein pick her up. And then it cuts away, and the next time we see this little girl, she's dead and being carried by a father. So it gives the implication that Frankenstein raped and murdered this little girl. If you watch it the way it was cut originally, it looks, it seems way more, it, it's not the innocent Frankenstein's trying to play with her and doesn't understand that he's going to kill her by throwing her into the water. It gives the impression that not only did he kill her, but he also raped her before she died. And oh when God. they restored that scene, it's way less disturbing. It's actually quite sad because you're like, he doesn't understand what he's done. Because he thinks she'll float. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't get it. Throwing in the but instead, they cut that scene and they're like, Jesus, it's so, way darker. So they cut that scene because it was too dark and then they made yeah, it Yeah, they made it worse. worse. Yep. Oh my gosh, that's Absolutely. so funny. They made it completely ridiculous. And there was another line that they actually wanted to... It was really, really controversial at the time is when... Um, 
uh, Frankenstein creates the monster and he has his big famous line, it's alive, it's alive, now I know what it feels like to be God, he says that. That was like a big problem for a lot of people in that movie and they really wanted it to not have that line in it and certain states don't have that line. Was it in the one we watched? Yeah, oh yeah, we watched the uncut version. Oh. But there are certain states like, um, I think Kansas it ends up being the one that... Uh, doesn't have that scene in it but kansas also cut like another 30 bits of scenes so it's like half the length in kansas where it was at the time i can see at the time how people would have a big problem with that and like uh, a lot of the scenes weren't restored until like 1986 and in fact the i know what it feels like to be god line wasn't restored fully until 1999 wow yeah that's kind of surprising that it took that long yeah, that's really weird. Well, I might have also just been because the companies that were re-releasing it on DVD weren't spending any money to restore it. They were just putting it out because it was cheap to do so. Yeah. And then you start to get some nice fancy archival releases like the one we have that has multiple commentaries and things like that. But cool. Overall, I, I I definitely think it's a more historically interesting film than it is really I agree, so I one. think watching it with the commentaries would be better than watching just the movie. Yeah, but you got to watch the movie first. Yeah, you can't ever I watch did the that. Com- yeah. <laughs> you did. I'm done with you that will have part. to watch Bride of the Creature at some point, or Bride of the Monster. Fuck, Bride of Frankenstein at some point because it's really good. Plus, we stole part of the name for our podcast. Well, there's a movie called Bride of the Creature. It's got Bela Lugosi in it. Maybe we stole that. Do you ever think of that? I think I have that on a T-shirt. You do. So there you go. Um, what's your score out of ten, Nicole? Six out of ten. Six out of ten. Uh, I'm giving it a seven, but if I was going purely <laughs> from like a historical standpoint, I'd give it an eight. But I'm going with a seven. Because I, I do like this movie. I'm uh, going purely by my enjoyment. Okay, well, that's fine. Go ahead. No one's saying you can't do that. I'm just defending myself. I guess. From who? Who's attacking you? You don't know. All these people are either going to say, she doesn't like horror, she doesn't like Frankenstein. You don't know. I don't think so, Nicole. I don't think a lot of modern horror fans really go back and watch Frankenstein. As indicated by the kind of quality of a lot of modern horror movies. Like Cry Wolf. Remember Cry Wolf? I guess it's not even modern anymore. We had fun watching it. Bon Jovi was in that movie. The only reason that movie was fun to watch is because right when Bon Jovi gets shot, someone in the audience yelled, Shot through the heart and you're to blame. That was the best part of that movie. Yeah, it was a fun movie. Anyway, yeah, so it's time for... Would you rather? It's your turn. It is my turn to ask you a would you rather question. And if I was a professional podcaster, I would have thought of one before we started recording. So if you just give I me a second. Last time. Okay, I've got it. This is sort of in keeping with the Frankenstein theme. Got would it. you rather <laughs> Okay, I'll give you a fake one than the real one. Would you rather be drowned by a monster or raped and strangled by a monster? <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> That's not very nice. Okay, would you rather be struck by lightning and live, but you'll have a limp and a twitch, and sometimes you'll stutter? Okay. Or would you rather have a nice ham sandwich? I didn't prepare for this. Okay, lightning or uh, a fire. You get scarred in a fire. Okay, you can get hit by lightning. You're going to survive both. Okay. You get hit by lightning, but you'll, like, you know, be kind of fucky forever, like a twitch and a stutter and stuff. (laughs) Or you can... Yeah, get damaged in a fire. Your your speech is totally unaffected. Everything about you is unaffected, but you'll have some scarred flesh on your face. I would be rather be hit by lightning. Even though you're all like fucky, you, yeah. you talk like Charlie from that movie Charlie. I don't know that the adaptation that movie of Flowers is. for Algernon. Okay, you talk, you talk like 
okay, you're not retarded, but you talk like I am Sam forever. You're just like, I gotta make coffee. And then people sing bad covers of Beatles songs. I would way rather that. That's way more interesting to me. Than to just be totally normal still. Yeah. I, a, I have a, a fear of fire. I don't like like it very much. Well, I don't think you would like it. I don't like getting Besides, hit by lightning either. I think very few people can survive lightning. And to be able to a uh, survivor, I, it would be make me so much more interesting. I'd probably be famous from it. Yeah, but no one would want to talk to you because you'd be I Am Sam. You'd be all annoying. People fucking love I Who? Am Sam. Who loves I Am Sam? I love I Am Sam. Why? I like retarded people. Well, I like all people, but that movie sucks. It's and handicapped, me. I think you'll find. Anyway, I hated that movie. I would rather be in the fire because... I'm already married. I don't really have to look good to the opposite sex. And I would miss my... Not being able to express myself would just drive me mental. I'd probably be internally laughing at myself all the time by the way I talk. Do you really want to say that kind of stuff on a podcast? That's horrible. You're horrible. I know. I know this. (laughs) Okay. Well, luckily, for all those of you who are offended by all the horrible shit Nicole just said, I have perfect revenge for you. We get to watch her lose yet again in another edition of... The following is based on a true story. Nicole, What? here are the rules. I know the, fo- the rules. Well, maybe you aren't the first. Fuck, maybe someone's listening to this for the first time. I know you know, fuckhead. I gotta explain it to everybody else. Don't call me fuckhead. Well, you, don't... you call the dog fuckhead. Well, you're both fuckheads. Heads made entirely out of fuck. You're a fuck. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. Anyway, the following is based on a true story is a game in which I'm going to read you four movie titles and synopses. However, one of these movies is not real. It's something that I made up myself with my own imagination. Yay! You have to use your skill and judgment to determine which of the films is a fake. You did your Grover laugh. Yeah! That's actually my Kermit the Frog laugh. Are you ready, Nicole, to play the following is based on a true story? No. Are you ready to use your skill and judgment yes. to determine which is the phony? Just go, yes. Film number one. Stop saying film like that. Film number one is Monster Dog. Alice Cooper plays a pop star who takes his band to his hometown to shoot a, his latest video. They are greeted by the sheriff, whom he's known since he was a child, who warns him that there's been several murders in the area where the bodies were ripped to shreds. The police think it's a pack of wild dogs, but Alice knows different. Film number two. Invasion of the Blood Farmers. Somewhere in upstate New York, a young woman is terrorized by a group of rural farmers primarily interested in a harvest of blood. That's it. Clue is in the title. Yeah. <laughs> Film number three, The Devil's Reign. A bunch of Satanists in the American rural landscape have terrible powers which enable them to melt their victims. However, one of the children of an earlier victim vows to destroy his... De- <laughs> vows to destroy them. What? One of, their, one of the children of an earlier victim vows to destroy the Satanists. Alright. There's nothing confusing about that. Well, you confused me because you fucked up your words. <laughs> Maybe you're the one who got hit Film by number four. and is retarded. You suck. Film number four. Frankenstein versus Hitler. A satanic cult oh, has brought Hitler back to life to begin a new axis of evil. The Allies must turn to their last best hope, Frankenstein's monster. So the Allies have to revive Frankenstein's monster to battle Hitler and his new axis of evil. That sounds like the fakest movie I've ever heard. So movie number one, Monster Dog, Alice Cooper, uh, being stalked by an evil dog. Invasion of the Blood Farmers, pretty much what it sounds like. The Devil's Reign, the one that was apparently too confusing for Nicole to figure out, even though it's pretty fucking simple. I said it was because he fucked up Or Frankenstein vs. Hitler, which is one of the best movie titles I've ever heard. Okay. 
That you, it's time for you to use your skill and judgment. Sounds like the fakest, but, but I that know probably... so far has not been a good yeah, indicator. Yeah, but now I think you're gonna fuck with me, and it's gonna be the actual one. You know, I I'm a mystery wrapped in an enigma. I hate when you say that. Alice Cooper, Alice fighting Cooper. dogs, farmers farming blood. Yep. Good title, Invasion of the Blood Farmers. Gives you all the information you need. The Devil's Reign. Not a great title, but you know. See, for me, the last one sounds like the Hitler. fakest. So and therefore, then it can't be. The Alice Cooper one sounds like the fakest. The next. That's fakest. such a specific detail. You think I would have made up such a specific detail about Alice Cooper being in the movie? Yes. And then the. I'm pretty unoriginal since he's playing a pop star. This one after the the Blood Farmer. Devil's Reign. Devil's Reign. And the, the Blood that, Farmer is the most believable. You think so? It's the most boring. It's one that I would watch the, be least likely to watch out of the four of them. His Invasion of the Blood Farmers. So in the past, it's always been the one that seems like the most real. That's the fakest, or the one you make up. But yeah, because usually I can't come up with ones that are outlandish enough to rival the weird ones. Yeah. What's the weirdest one in these four? The most outlandish. The Frankenstein and Hitler one. You think that's pretty crazy? That's, that's not that weird. Like, they got weird shit like that in movies. Ilsa She-Wolf of the SS. That's a movie? Yeah. yeah. There's four that of them, That is a trailer that Rob no, that's Werewolf Woman of the SS, which is like a parody of those oh. Ilsa movies. There's actually four Ilsa movies. See, that confused me. Well, so did Devil's Reign, so... I told you, you talked fucky... And you listen poorly. You hear with an accent. I think you got hit by lightning. I gotta make coffee. <laughs> See, you're the one doing the voice. You're more awful than me. I, I get hit by lightning. <laughs> Don't. You're gonna make us look bad. You already said you think retarded people are funny. I think that they're important members of society. I said they want to work with they're retarded children. Handy capable. <laughs> you shouldn't call them retarded children. Which is the phone, Nicole? Use your skill and judgment. Okay, okay, okay. Monster dog, real or fake? Real. Invasion of the Blood Farmers, real or fake? This isn't the final answer. I'm just running down a list for you. Blood real. Farmers, real, real. Devil's Reign, real or fake? Maybe fake. Frankenstein versus Hitler? Real. Okay, I'm going okay. with my guy. The third one is the fake. You think that the Devil's Reign is the fake yes. movie? Nicole, Monster Dog is a real movie. I knew it. Alice Cooper does, in fact, play a pop star. I want to watch that. I love Alice Cooper. Nicole, Invasion of the Blood Farmers is a real I movie. Nicole, The Devil's Reign stars Ernest Borgnine and William Shatner, and it is a real movie, which means that the <gasps> fake movie this week was Frankenstein versus Hitler. Uh, you, why do you do this to me? Have you noticed that all the movies I came up with sound brilliant? This one Wouldn't, does not sound brilliant. It's are you kidding retarded. me? Are you kidding me? The Allies have to revive Frankenstein's monster to fight a zombie Hitler? That's the stupidest thing. You're I've the stupidest ever thing. Heard. How are you? How can you even be alive? That's terrible. See, now you're really messing with me. You're changing your game plan. You can't change your game plan. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't have a game plan when I wrote these. You didn't. I you... swear I didn't. I just put them in as best I could. So this, yeah, Nicole, you are. Game. We have now See, played eight of these, and you, you think... are two for eight. You have a twenty-five percent success rate. Let me just say this. Don't you think people are going to get sick of watching or listening to me lose? No, I don't. I honestly think that if you won more, they'd be bummed out. No, I think that you need to mix it up and let me win a few. Well, don't be so damn dumb and you'll win some. Don't make up such stupid movies. I'm sorry that the movies I make up are stupid because the last time they weren't stupid enough and the other ones were stupider and you lost anyway. 
I went to when I figured out your game plan, and then you changed it on me. Well, if we ran with the same formula every time, this would be a boring podcast. And if it's going to be a boring podcast, it's going to be your boring. fault, not my fault. It would probably is a boring podcast, because all podcasts are boring. I don't know why I hang out with you. I'd rather do video. You'd rather do video. Yeah, we can talk about horror movies and dance while we do it. I don't think that sounds good. Nobody wants to watch me dance. <laughs> Everybody wants to touch a fat man dance. Oh, come on. What do you got to say things like that? We could wear werewolf masks and dance. You can do both of those things on the audio podcast. Nobody wants to see that either. They can't hear me through a mask. They'd all just be like embarrassed to see a pregnant lady dance. They're like, Ugh. Oh, I'm going to a dance when I'm really pregnant. You're going to a, When are you going to a dance? A country dance. You're, what? You're going, going to, to like a, a square dance? I'm going to a rodeo. I don't have to go, do I? No. Well, then I hope you have fun. That sounds shitty. Well, I guess it's time to announce next week's movie. And everyone can relax. It's my pick this week. I picked a fucking brilliant classic horror movie. That you didn't like that much. Yes, though. I still <laughs> picked it. That was a good pick. Uh, this week, we're going to be watching a movie that I've been meaning to watch for a long time because of what I've heard of it. The filmmaker, and because a lot of my friends think it's one of the worst movies they've ever seen. That's why I don't want to see it. I can hardly wait. It sounds brilliant. We're going to be watching the 2009 Vincenzo Natale film, Splice. It's Canadian-French science fiction horror. It's going to be great. Sarah Pauly is in it. We watched a movie with her already once. I like Sarah Pauly. Adrian Brody. I like Adrian Brody. I've heard this movie is dog shit, and I wanted to see it until all my friends told me about it. This guy directed Cube. Awful. I'm not so looking good. forward to it. I wish I wasn't pregnant so I could be drunk when we watch it. Why don't you go into this with an open mind, Nicole? It has a 65 on Metacritic what? and a 75 on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, That's really? Good re- yes. It's, as what, it was a movie that came out that got really good reviews, and so I was really surprised when all of our friends didn't like it. It sounds great. I it can hardly retarded. wait. You're retarded. I think we said retired too much. I think we have. We're not going to win any like awards for being really knowledgeable or understanding or kind to the handicapable. I took a course on children with special needs. Well, then why are you such a dick about it? Because it's funny. Oh, it is kind of funny. I don't think it's funny at all. See, I think it's more progressive to joke about it than to hide behind it. That's a really com- that's a really like convenient excuse if you want to make jokes about handicapable people. Well, that's all for this week on the brand of the Green to Broadcast. Until next week. Don't. I am the Creatures, OG, and you're Nicole. <laughs> so, y'all stay. You're, you're, you're Nicole, is that what you just you're said Nicole, to me? and you stay scary. <laughs> you want me to do it again? <laughs> I'll do it again if you'd rather. I won't do it in the voice. Okay. I'll do it with an Irish lilt. No, just Oh, that is all the time we have today for the Bride of the Creature podcast. Oh, until next week, I'm Joey G, the creature, not the bride. And you're Nicole. (laughs) You all stay scary now. Kissy, kissy. How could this woman ever decide to wed this man